Football is a game of aesthetics. It's all about what does it look like? Football is a game of tradition. The man who wins the penalty can't take it. <laughs> Football is a game of passion. Oh, bollocks, Villa have scored. And that is why we love it. Fuck me, why is this stupid game back? I think that was a real low point for me in my life. It's time to turn the volume down. Goals scored by new signings are the only ones that count. Penalties don't count. And Mamoru Saku having an absolute howler. That doesn't count either. The worst 90 minutes of football in Premier League history. He's a fraud. Sedan's a fraud. Everyone's favourite statistical fraud. Brendan Rodgers. All about the aesthetics, that's what we like to see. That is just a bit of stat padding. Individual sport masquerading as a team game. Look at his Instagram, he's the ultimate beat of me. BBC Sport decided to advertise their TikTok account. Yuck. <laughs> it just doesn't get any better than that. Uh, three, two, one. Hello, hello, and welcome to Under the Floodlights. This week, we asked no one to throw paper in case Gary Neville gets upset. <laughs> Liverpool and City remain absolutely perfect. Mike Jackson remains the best manager in the league. Roy turns up in shades for some reason. Jake Humphrey remains a prick. And it's leaver season as Atkinson and Moss hang up their whistles and Chris Kamara officially leaves Sky. I'm Billy uh-huh. Hutchison and with me as always is Chris Ringland. Chris, how are you? Uh, yeah, we're, we're doing well. Uh, I'm going to immediately break the fourth wall in an homage to CM Punk. Oh, um, pipe No, I'm not going to name names, but there are rumours abounding the streets of Northern Ireland that a former podcast host of this podcast now has more league titles than Harry Kane. Young man's won two. I went down and watched, and he played a, a good shift as a Simeone style left back. <laughs> what, what, was, so what was the atmosphere like? The young Darren. It was tense, Chris, I'll be honest. <laughs> the, the two teams playing hoofball out of pure nerves. Like, we're not talking City Liverpool here. Right. So we are, but yes, well done, the young Darren. Uh, two g- league titles to Hurricanes nil. Uh, absolutely, and we should also give a shout out to uh, Alexander Mitrovic and Fulham, because not only are they promoted, but they have he has broken the. I initially thought Lionel Messi's record, but I was uh, <laughs> I was uh, be something. I was checked on that. Uh, he's beaten the forty six game season record of goals of forty three this season after they beat Luton. 7-0. Yeah, yeah, that's the important point there. <laughs> no, I, I do just have to point out about this game as well, Billy, which is quite unfortunate, is that uh, Luton yesterday signed an emergency loan goalkeeper for a week from Hull. And See, well, I was yeah. wondering how they've managed to lose seven, because I was going to say there, obviously, I've not watched it. Yeah. And I found out that Mitrovic scored in like the last kick of the game <laughs> to break the record. And I was wondering how a few envelopes went around, you know, in the dressing rooms at halftime. Well, well, possibly, but it also means that for the final for the final day of the championship, um, Luton can still go out of the so Millwall, Middlesbrough, Luton, and Sheffield United. Well, one of Luton, Middlesbrough, and Millwall will, will finish in the playoffs, and then the rest of it is settled. Bar Forest, I, I and hope Bournemouth. Each of those finishes outside of it. <laughs> not one likable club amongst them um, I don't know I think it, I, I think after all our build up it would almost be disappointing if Luton didn't make the playoffs no well they're clearly not. they've just got spanked seven <laughs> there's not yeah. a chance they're coming up like you can't come up the Premier League having lost seven nil in a game because they were actually on the same goal difference as Sheffield United and they're not like, <laughs> half of that so that's tragic <laughs> so yeah uh, so yeah electric as usual the yeah. championship so yeah, we'll go from the championship to the top of the Premier League. I'll talk about <laughs> Manchester City's visit to Leeds. City yeah. 
it looks a comfortable result in the end. There was good points, good spells in the game, I'd say, from Leeds. I thought the refereeing was horrendous. Uh, who and was actually, refereeing? And actually led to an injury. Uh, let me just, it was Paul Tierney. There was another bad ref in another game we'll get on to later. But yeah, Paul Tierney pretty much caused that Dallas injury. Right. Because he let so much go. Remember earlier in the year, there was a lot of refs just letting anything go for a certain period. And we all loved it. And then yeah. they all started to get a grip of it again. And that's what <laughs> frustrates me with refereeing is it's different week to week. It's different day to day. There's no yeah. consistency. And what Tierney did in this first half was let Dallas hack away at any City player he wanted to. And then one challenge, he went too far and he done his ACL. Well, I think he actually broke his leg. Um, and Liver was that Liver what it was? Liver did his ACL, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I have noticed a trend of the past three weeks. There have been injuries involving one leg planted one way and body weight going the other. Oh, it's um, horrendous to watch. Uh, so, uh, hopefully that's not the end of Dallas's career. But, um, yeah, it wasn't good. No, it was, but honestly, it came, it was his own fault. You know, he went well, in too recklessly and it came from the referee allowing him to do too much. And I'll be honest, it was Jack Grealish. I understand Jack <laughs> Grealish can wind you up and does draw fouls. He's the most foul player in the Premier League for however many years in a row for a reason. Mm-hmm. But that was very much done to Dallas. It was, uh, it was an interesting atmosphere because, like, despite the fact that now Leeds are right back in the mix of being literally relegated, um, the fans were like absolutely well. I don't know if they're loving it, but like Jesse March was getting a raucous reception at the end of the four 0 defeat. Yeah, especially if you consider like <laughs> whenever he came in, you know the whole BS fact they were still was going. It was it was pretty much toxic. Yeah, everyone was in tears, and then all of a sudden that especially I think that Wolves game was a big turning point for him. Really, uh, did yeah, get the Leeds faithful on side with that. Yeah, and, and they're still missing Bamford and Rafinha's not been in good form recently. And yeah, and they lost with... Cooper in the warm-up. Calvin Phillips was back. Yes. So he was the only kind of big name, but yeah, now they've lost Dallas as well. I, I, I don't know. Leeds have been properly dragged back into this. Yeah, by the electric Michael Jackson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll talk about my frustrations with this game, City were excellent as I say, Rodri, Aki, Jesus, Fernandinho getting his name on the, Thir- <laughs> the 37 right years old, I, I read, which I was I didn't really realise. Yeah. Oh no, 37, we were told that every second, the, every time he kicked the <laughs> ball. And if you watch the clip I put up on our Instagram earlier in the week against uh, Real Madrid, oh yes, you could very much see he was 37 <laughs> whenever Vinicius <laughs> took the piss out of him. Uh, yes. That was, that was a tough scene midweek for Fernandinho. It was um, nine nine seasons with Man sitting. It's coming to an end. Does he get a testimonial? Well, it has to be ten, doesn't it? Oh, duh. Even, even, Phil, even Phil Jones has that. Honestly, hang on one more year, Fernandinho. Like, because where, where's he going to go? Like, uh, well, well, sure, well, sure. Pep found out on in a press conference. He was told by one of the journalists, <laughs> which was, was, yeah, was quite interesting. Like, come on. Was there not rumours about Fernandinho last year? I think we broke the news on this. Well, I, th- I, mean, I, th- I mean, I think the plan is he's going back to Brazil, if I understood correctly, but I, I don't know if that is right or not. Okay, get hang on one more year. Let's be <laughs> honest. What would you rather do? Like, he could sell out the cones at City <laughs> for a year. You know, do the, what's the third? Scott Carson. Do a Scott Carson job. Scott Carson. You know, come on in like garbage time in a Champions League game, you know. The Scott Carson role is interesting. Um, 
I'm all about it. I think the third choice goalkeeper is the best job in football. But but there has to be an element of it that he's doing more than just laying out the cones. Do you know what I mean? Oh like, no no! I sh- all, that's all he's doing. I reckon he, <laughs> I reckon he makes packed lunches for a few boys as well. <laughs> he has to find some use somewhere. Um, but uh, but obviously this means yeah that we continue the the great uh, the Champions League is going to be the City Liverpool and the Premier League is going to be City Liverpool. Yeah, but again, we'll get on Liverpool in a second. They're just that much better. Like if you look at other games this weekend, you look at Chelsea, you look at Spurs, you look at Arsenal. Those teams stink in comparison <laughs> to these two. Like stink. Um I I do, I I don't know if I don't know if the gap's that big. I think it's just I think it's partly form because if you were or like it all clicking because I mean Liverpool last year weren't actually that so there was talk at one stage of Liverpool not even getting top four last year, <laughs> and this, that was after they won the league. So you know it comes in peaks and troughs. You know, I think a lot of especially these two teams been there a couple of times now. Didn't the city? It's a lot of it's between the ears. Like these two teams are just so mentally tougher. It's that and the bench, basically. I mean, Mares was an unused sub. I mean, you know, like <laughs> that's what we're talking. Riyad Mahrez embarrassing weekend for him, Chris. Uh, Why? <laughs> if you look down his Twitter, he got, his, no. he, he got his blue tick removed. And what? he was tweeting Why? Elon Musk asking for it back. <laughs> Why, is it, Why did he have it removed? I think that Twitter have done something where like they're updating their terms around blue ticks and took it off a bunch of people. What, what a two, a re- th- what three-time Premier League winner isn't enough for a blue tick, obviously? Mustn't, mustn't tweet enough. Oh, right, right, okay. uh, the only other thing from this game, Chris, is and I told you before recording here that I've actually been so angry about the game of football for I've, many I've reasons. Heard, I've heard rumours, yeah. And honestly, thank God the snooker was on this weekend that just relaxed me. Right, okay. Because there was a point in this game, uh, pre-game, Leeds fans were all given a bit of card for big mural or something. They didn't actually see what it was, uh, it, but they were all it's given it, a card. It's, it's in Yorkshire. Oh, brilliant. There we go. <laughs> just let City know where they are. You know, just like all clubs should do that. You know, just get a big Google map out. Be like, you if, are if, we are, if we are talking about the same thing, whereas in a lot, a lot of them didn't actually put it up, is that what you mean? Well, a lot of them didn't put it up. And then what a lot of them do is whenever you give a bunch of football fans a bit of card that, that they can't do anything with after the first minute, they start chucking it on the pitch. I've no issue with that. But, uh, yes, I did, I did actually pick this up. Yeah. But Mr. Neville and Mr. Tyler were fuming, especially at a point where Jack Grealish goes to take a corner. And oh, they were just chunk- like paper planes and stuff? Is they that, were is just it? lobbing paper at the guy, right? <laughs> and Neville and Tyler were losing it. Right, okay. They were going, let's let's ban these. Like, how many banning orders do you have to do? There was a 12-year-old kid threw a bit of paper at Jack Grealish, <laughs> and Neville goes, that's a disgrace. <laughs> There's a 12-year-old... What kind of message is that? There's adults around him laughing. (laughs) And I'm going, hang on a second. The message that's teaching that kid is, it's funny to throw a bit of paper at a grown man. (laughs) There's no harm done there at all. It's not going to take Grealish's eye out or anything. You're throwing a bit of paper at a 100 million pound footballer. Who actually cares? Okay, yep. And the entire thing got like... Oh, I got so annoyed that I started tweeting Chris. You you started tweeting. I started tweeting. Did you people. get your blue tick removed? 
I deserve a blue tick for what I went through. Because the <laughs> amount of losers out there who were on Neville and Tyler's side. Again, if you're on the side of someone who's annoyed for throwing a bit of paper, you're like that kid in school whenever people started throwing snowballs and went and told them, like, oh, there could be a stone in one of them. So, so, so this how, is the type of loser we're talking about here. So, so, how, so, how, so did you start engaging with people on Twitter? Is, is that what yeah. we mean? Right. Yeah, so <laughs> this account, EIF Soccer, which I've seen about it, but they tweeted, perfectly put by Gary Neville, impossible to understand how a parent can watch their 12-year-old kid repeatedly throwing something at a player and just sit back laughing. Just embarrassing behaviour, to which I just tweeted, was a bit of paper, wise up. <laughs> and then this this guy, I don't know where, no idea who he is, said, it's the principal. Now the kid thinks it's okay to throw anything at people. In fact, the kid now thinks it's funny because that's what they've been taught. And I had to go back and be like, the kid thinks it's funny to throw paper at someone because it literally is funny to throw a bit of paper at someone. Jack Grealish even laughed. <laughs> I was so annoyed by this entire thing. I mean, like, I listen to Jack Grealish and I've heard him talk about his childhood and that kind of thing. I mean, Jack Grealish would have been the 12-year-old, let's be honest. Yeah. It's a bit of... Like, there's no way that kid doesn't do it in school. And, like, there's no way Neville back in the day wasn't, like, chucking bits of paper or socks <laughs> at people in the change room. And we're getting on as though, yeah, don't throw bottles, don't throw flares and stuff on football. Oh, we'll get on to that, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get on to that point, sorry. But yeah, don't be throwing like hard objects at people. A bit of paper. Oh, who cares? It's uh yes, well, you know. City and Liverpool are always right. Yeah. And Gary Neville and Martin Tyler are always right. And then Sky go and contradict themselves the next day. But that's in a couple of games' time. We'll go on to <laughs> other challengers, second place Liverpool. They travelled up to Newcastle, got themselves a 1-0 win after pretty pretty heavy rotation. A lot of Fantasy managers fuming I with the lineup. Started on that, yeah. Myself included, as Jurgen Klopp decided to drop both Trent Alexander-Arnold and Mo Salah. Uh, yeah, that that was a lot to kind of kind of deal with. I thought um, I thought it was actually quite bold of um, Eddie Howe. Did, he also rotated slightly as well. I don't know if you picked up on that. Um, Eddie Howe's taken a few quid of roll over here, hasn't he? I, I no, I like I I, I I had respect for Newcastle and how they approached it because you know. This game, this time last year, is like ultimate backs against the wall. Like, you know, but he loses 5-0 anyway, sort of thing, you know. Yeah. So, like, you know, a bit of progress with mostly the same players, bar three, you know. No, well, I, yeah, I agree. But I also thought for sort of half hour, I'll not say just the 20 minutes before Liverpool scored, for the first half hour, I thought Newcastle were good. After that, I thought they kind of just accepted it, which really annoyed me. You know, you're playing Liverpool team with Joe Gomez at right back. You know, it's not the full team out there. Um, a, a little Milner bit. Milner was playing. You know, well, get after admit, them. Yeah, I mean, and Milner's obviously a former former toon way back in mm. the day, uh, which I don't know if people remember that or not. Uh, part of the big Leeds clear out when they got relegated. Um, so, uh, I, when Luis Diaz did the touch, Bailey, you know, yeah. in, the, in the air, um, not about that. Really, uh, I th- that is to me that is one of the most annoying, disrespectful things you can do on a football pitch. Luis Diaz is a hundred percent gonna be like that. Know that name or clip where like he's in the corner in like the ninetieth minute and then Rainbow flicked it over a dude. Diaz is going to do that to someone. It's a bit like um, when Bale, when it was like first season at Madrid, scored that goal where he ran off the pitch and came back on. Yeah, um, it's like it's like that sort of moment. But uh, basically. 
<laughs> no one will remember this player, but when when West Ham were in the Championship, Bailey, uh, in the doldrums of 2011, uh, 2012, we uh, Reading were our big rivals that season, <laughs> uh, as they normally are in those sorts of situations. And they had a player called Jimmy Kebe. Who do, do you remember this guy, Jimmy <laughs> no, Kebe? Of course not. Uh, played for played for uh, Palace, I think as well. Uh, basically, Reading won the league eventually, and when we were and we had to play in the playoffs, and in the game we played against Reading, uh, which took them up and whatever, uh, Jimmy Kebe started doing things like, as he had the ball, getting down and rolling up his socks, very like Yannick Bolasie did, and uh, I'm, I'm all about that. And Jack, Jack Collison went in and ended him. Um, you know, so and I, I felt the same way as Jack did in that moment. So that that's all. You know, anything like that. I mean. Luis Diaz has been here for five minutes. I know he's been brilliant, but like, come on. He's going to get his leg snapped by someone. I mean, if, if you do things like that, you know. Yes, someone's going to do him. Yeah. 100%. But yeah, the game was won by a Navi Keita goal. Came from. There was sort of a big 50 50. Chris, uh, I think is the best way to put it. Look, he got the ball, uh, to be fair, but. Between Milner and Kraft, wasn't it, I believe? Yeah, um, weirdly good season for Kraft. <laughs> well, it's been a weirdly good season, but he also embarrassed himself by his reaction to this. It was like, how many roles does he want to well, do? Well, we'll when we get on to Spurs-Leicester, I don't think he was the uh, defender who embarrassed himself the, the most this, <laughs> this weekend. So we'll get into that. But yeah, he sort of had like five or six roles, and he purely stayed down because he's like, if I get up, then this won't go to VAR. And as soon as it goes to VAR, you look at it and you're like, Milner got the ball. Good hard tackle. He did get the ball, yeah. And then Liverpool goes through. Pretty composed finish, must say, from Naby Keita. Yeah. Um, this yeah. is one. It's like one of these results. Like To win a Premier League, this is the type of result you need to win Newcastle. Scrape a 1-0, get home, go and play Villarreal, who from midweek, Liverpool should walk over again. Yeah. Um, that, that Villarreal squad in Barson, by the way. I, I did hear something about, apparently they lost quite heavily in La Liga the weekend because they were exhausted, apparently. From doing, they just stayed about for 90 minutes at Anfield? Yes, yeah, so I, I should make clear to the listeners that I was uh, away during this week and have not yet seen the European footage, including West Ham, so I'll be referring to, uh, to you for all those opinions, even though I probably would have disagreed with them. <laughs> well, um, I think the main takeaway from the Villarreal squad is you look through a lot of Spurs there. Players. There's a lot of experts. There's Too a lot of experts in that team. We're going Capu. We're going Foyth. Lascelsum. Lascelsum's there. Yeah, it's embarrassing. There's no way that team should be as far as they are in that competition. I I, I think Capu was always a really good player. To be fair, but yeah, oh, not a Premier League player. Uh, the only other thing I have from. Liverpool, Newcastle, and a lot of people picked up on this and rightly to be criticised. And another broadcaster who annoyed me was Jake Humphrey, <laughs> a man who should never have got further than Bam Suki on CBBC. See, this, this is the thing, really, right? Because that literally was my reference point for Jake Humphrey. Uh, for years, yeah. And then he, like, you know, Bam Suki, like that, specifically that, and then he ended up on F1. And I was done, like, the, done the F1 on BBC for however many years, and then somehow ended up doing football on BT. You know, come on. But yeah, he had... They were doing like a segment on Newcastle and just before they went to break, he made the following comment, Chris. He said, as ever with this club, referring to Newcastle, there are people standing on the sidelines ready to snipe and have a bit of a pop at the moment. The way they're running the club, it's proving difficult for them, isn't it? 
What? And you're like, hang on a second. What, sorry, what, what does he mean, sorry? What? He's, he's saying there's people on the sidelines, you know, like people in the media and stuff, and people like us who are openly criticising Newcastle for their ownership and stuff. Right. And he's going, yeah, these people already have a bit of a pop. It's a bit difficult right now, isn't it? And he had like this smug look on his face. <laughs> as um, though, like, he's happy that the Saudis are doing well. I mean, I did, I did notice that every time like a quarter was taken that there was a big Saudi flag just like... Yeah. <laughs> did you see that as well? Yes. <laughs> and then people also at the moment are like, oh, what a cracking atmosphere at Newcastle. If you look at Newcastle pre-game, the amount of paper flags they have out that were any other club. Like, I've, we've had it with Chelsea years ago. There's the plastic flag stuff, and everyone took a piss. But because it's Newcastle, oh, fantastic. Well, this it, is amazing. I mean, it looks like from it looks like from uh, a quick Google that you were not the only one to criticise him for this this week. Uh, oh, he it, was it, trending immediately. Yeah, he had to make a, make a statement, apparently. Yes, so he tweeted after the game saying, I appreciate how this clip looks. Let me be absolutely clear, though. Eddie Howe had left us moments before this. We were talking about him and my praise. My use of they was aimed squarely and only at him and his staff. A real bit of nothing, that. Uh, right, okay, yeah. He's honestly he's such a weirdo. <laughs> I, I can't hack him. We also only have um, room for one extremely tall person in sports broadcasting and Dan Walker. So, Yeah, and I quite like Dan, so... He's but nice unfortunately, yeah. Dan's gone to Channel 5, hasn't he? I, I saw that he got some like electric deal or something to leave BBC Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> like ev- like everybody else in the BBC, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. If, if they could replace Jay Comfort or Dan Walker, I'd be all about it. Like, well, we, well, we all know what BT's like. You know, it's just not good. Like, mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll go on to pretty much the real reason for my anger. And the reason I'm done with football for the moment was Chelsea's trip to Everton, Chris. Um, <laughs> Everything about this. Um, there's a lot to kind of take in here. Um, are you... Before before I go into the game, I'm just going to say objectively, um, Rudiger is going and Christensen is going. And yep. Dave is staying. Yep. And I, I'm... You know, I'm I'm a bit concerned for the state of the defence based on this performance <laughs> as well going into the next season. It's not only the defence I'm concerned about. Oh, Chris, I'll be honest. Everything I've saw rumours as well. Marcus Lonzo was apparently ready to pack up, which is hilarious thought, considering what? six months ago he yeah. wanted to be here for another ten years. Well, uh, why were who's looking at him? Apparently, he could also be going on the flight to Barcelona. <laughs> it's I embarrassing mean, I, I, the whole I mean, thing. I mean, like, did he, but he played for Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris. Let's be honest here. He doesn't have the shame in like within him. Listen, like, uh, oh, I shouldn't do this. Listen, as, as we know, um, regardless of anything about him, he is the the, the perfect specimen for his position, as, which is why he plays. Mm. Dead on. No, the entire. I kind of thought before the game as well. Saw the lineup and everything about it. Just screamed Chelsea gonna lose today. Why? I just saw Loftus Cheek in a midfield too, and I was like, yeah, this ain't gonna be our day. I so, don't know what it was. Just had that sense. So, so what I was struck by, I have to say, fair play to the Everton fans. I mean, that was some kind of. Uh, I mean, they were almost playing the match. Oh, and some of them decided to make names for themselves as well. The man <laughs> in the pink jumper who decided to put a ball under his shirt that was <laughs> funny. Well, I mean more the uh, the 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 cheering, etc. Although I I do have to question Billy, and obviously it had the desired effect. But but there was a there was a full stand, like 
mural thing, or I don't know what you call it, a like banner thing of Pickford. Oh, don't even start. Did, did, did you see this? Now. Yeah. And I know, like, obviously, you know, he was had the, one of the best games of his life. Um, but, Unfortunately. Uh, but, but, like, there's a lot of emotion. And, you know, this was, I think this game might also, you know, it might swing Seamus Coleman's ultimate legacy at Everton as well. For kind of How league. so? Well, he just kind of personified it, didn't he? You know, the grit, no, he's, the determination. He's a wanker. I hate him. Oh, come on. Honestly, the amount, of, the amount of abuse I was shouting at these Everton lads on the TV. <laughs> it was a Why? disgrace for me. Why, what, entire, what did they do wrong? The entire they thing around the game. They did beat us. Well, we beat ourselves because we gave the ball to them to put in the net. <laughs> uh, but yeah, firstly, uh, embarrassing from the Everton fans the night before. Uh, they were apparently, or well, not apparently, there's video footage of them at 3am putting fireworks on outside the Chelsea team hotel. Hey, You're not Galatasaray, lads. Sorry, Coleman was doing that? No, the fans were. Well, that's, that's always been done. No, but that's done in like proper big games. This lot are in a relegation battle. <laughs> Wise up. <laughs> Kevin Friend, referee, embarrassed themselves this game. Why? Huh? N- no no control over the game. Similar to the Leeds City game I was on about earlier. Let Everton away with murder. Yeri Mina, embarrassed well, we all know a human well, being. Well, well, I mean, we remember from the World Cup, we know what he's, you know what he's like. Yeah, if you watch the clip back of Yeri Mina and Kai Havertz all game, I'll admit, yeah, Kai did get a bit frustrated. But there's a point where the ball goes out. Yeri Mina sticks the head in on Kai, like a bit, a bit forward, doesn't touch him. I'm happy with that, don't mind that. But he was acting a big man, so Kai Havertz gives him a shove. Yeri Mina goes down like a sack of shit, honestly. And see, because of the way he goes down, I, I was getting so angry at the entire thing. I, I'm shouting my TV going, Yeri, show me your medals. Let's start counting medals here. Yeah. Acting a big man, the Kai Havertz. I started looking up Yeri Mina and what he's actually won the game. He, he won one La Liga where he played four games a year. I don't accept that. He won whatever the FA Cup is in Spain. Many times you reckon he played in that. Tell, right? Yeah, many times you think he played in that. One. He did. Yeah, one. And he's getting on as though he's a big man. Has he won the Colombian League? Uh, he probably did. I didn't look that far down because I was like, I don't count them. I don't recognise them. The guy's acting like he's a main event. Was, was he also not, um, before he signed for Everton, was he not also like the bane of the entire England supporting because of the, in the 2018 World Cup, when in that famous match, he like, tore up the penalty spot, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I actually had a lot of respect for Cumberland whenever they did that. <laughs> <laughs> I had no respect for him here, though. He's an absolute Barca reject. There was also a bit of handbags on the halfway line at one point, and that's where Seamus Coleman lost my respect because um, he started he, yes, getting on as so, though he was someone. So remind me um, how the handbags started. I have no idea. I've oh, no idea okay. what went on. I think it was just a standard foul on the halfway line and everyone started going at each other. And this is where the ref lost control because there was about eight people got involved and then out of nowhere, Jordan Pickford decides to run over. <laughs> ref, ref says nothing to him. It's on the halfway line. Had no reason for Jordan Pickford to get himself involved. So my issue with this game as well is that we... Well, sorry, actually, well, I, I enjoyed it as a spectacle, but then we obviously I went didn't. back to... Um, oh, Jordan Pickford, England's number one. Yeah, hang on. Like, I, so, so that save, Bailey, that um, people were talking about. I mean, the commentator was obviously reacting in the moment. Like, w- was it was it really the save of the season? I wouldn't say. I actually think his save, where he saved it with face, was a better <laughs> save. But because was it good? Because he was like he could have gone into the post and he was on. He was moving. 
I guess I that's why it was good. good. I think it was apparently good because of obviously the initial shot comes from Mount, which hits the post, so he didn't save that one. And then he has to run the length of the goal. But as probably could have didn't really hit it hard enough. You know, we're not talking about a top quality striker here hitting it. Right. We're talking about a right back. Yeah. You know, it was good save. I'll hand up, good save. But all this talk, angle number one. The guy's in the relegation zone, <laughs> in, the, in the round. It, you know, that's why he's up. Um, still, right? That's not getting ahead. It's it's definitely Ram still. But um, Lukaku unused sub. Yeah, that was unfortunate for Rom. Former uh, former team as well. Yeah, I think at halftime there was a sub made of Kovacic for Jorginho, and then the two subs that were later chosen were uh, Ziyech and Pulisic, who also his dad needs to shut up. His dad. Yeah, his, his, dad dad? Was, his dad was tweeting nonsense yesterday about his son being unhappy. Wise up. Sorry, does his dad have like like influence on Twitter? I, I didn't Wait, realize what's his name? account. Uh, I think it's Mark Pulisic. I think the tweets and I deleted though. <laughs> but he was <laughs> on about how his son's now sad. It's like, put the ball in the net and you'll be happy, right? Sad? Like, what What? What does he... Like, yeah, exactly. What, 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 do, what divine right does Pulisic to have the... Yeah. Like, what, uh, what, I don't know. You know who's sad? Me. Because I had to watch my team lose the Everton thanks to a Richarlison goal that we handed to him. And then for an Everton fan to chuck a flare on the pitch, Richarlison to then pick it up and then wing it back into the crowd and the referee doing nothing. Sky Sports using that photo as like promo. Yet the (laughs) night before, we weren't allowed to chuck paper on a pitch. (laughs) 24 hours later, it's completely fine to chuck that on. Ridiculous. Like, I assume that, like, the whole thing with Pulisic is because he has he has this disproportionate kind of, you know, recognition because he's American and therefore, yeah. that, you know, he's the best player, whatever. I mean, I'm looking at Mark Pulisic's uh, timeline at the moment. <laughs> the Bleacher Report did a tweet uh, in March saying Costa Rica 2, USA 0. Um, and then, like, some sort of meme with, I think that's the guy from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> If I've interpreted that correctly, <laughs> yeah, with twenty three thousand likes, and then Mark Pulisic has responded, "Why? Not funny and quite idiotic," because uh, it features Pulisic with like his head in his hands. Is his dad just a loser? <laughs> like, I, 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 like that's a. You, you sort of think he would keep it in house. Yeah, like, that's what I'm thinking here. Like, but it's also the fact that he's only got like five tweets in like the past year. And that was, the, that was the one that took him over the edge. Yeah, I bet like none of them are like him happy. Like, I think, is he just like an internet troll? Like he just goes on there whenever he's like annoyed. Is he, he's like me, basically. He goes on there just to find arguments. Like, like, does, does, like, I don't know if you know this or not, but like, does Pulisic get like loads of you know, like documentary time and stuff in America? Because he's like, you know. Tons. Like, is it that sort of thing? Because like Clint yeah. Dempsey never got that. Oh no, if you go on like YouTube and type in Pulisic, there's like a stupid amount of like behind the scenes interviews and everything. Really? For a guy who like sits on the bench. Because I mean, I've, I've heard him do like three interviews mm. in like, like on Match of the Day. I've never really heard him. Oh no, he's all about the place. But yeah, Everton won. Uh, Frank Lampard gets three points over his former club uh, what, what, employer. What would uh, you, you make of that element of it that was Frank? I'll be honest, I completely lost the Frank element because I was so angry at the ref and the players. Honestly, the amount of abuse... I was just calling every one of these Everton lads a championship footballer, <laughs> hoping they went down, hoping the club folded, hoping the new stadium beside the sea fell over and into the water. I was toxic, I'll be honest. 
everything really annoyed me about this game. And again, thank goodness for Ronnie O'Sullivan and the snooker. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, what are you reckon about Everton now, Chris? Do you, do you think we're they're staying up or? Well, let's uh, let's finish it with Burnley Watford before I give my view on that. Fair. Uh, the only other thing I'll have on Chelsea to finish up is, and this is a first for under floodlights, and this is an investigation in the match fixing, Chris. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm going to expose something that ruined part of my childhood. Uh, right. Okay. So. After a game the other week, I found this Twitter account called No One Lino N O One the number Lino. Right. This is a gentleman by the name of Glenn Turner. Right. Now, if UK. you want to go on, yeah. So this this guy is a former linesman. Right. In fact, his pin tweet is a video his daughter tweeted saying, "Biggest inspiration, love you, dad." as her dad leads out Chelsea and Liverpool in an FA Cup semi-final, however many years ago. Okay. And he's retweeted it saying, lots of love, princess, blah, blah, blah. If you want to go down his Twitter page, Chris, this guy is the biggest Liverpool fan <laughs> going. So uh, are we, is this the year when, uh, until Liverpool won the league in the Champions League, we never heard the end of where they won the FA Cup in 2006 against West Ham? It is indeed. That's the ah, exact right. year. Okay, so yeah. it is. This was an FA Cup semi-final between Chelsea and Liverpool until Liverpool go on and Gerrard does whatever he does. But honestly, do this at home as well. The amount of pro-Liverpool and anti-Everton tweets on this is ridiculous. Interesting. Like, there's a tweet of Anthony Gordon and says, Gordon Bingo, what minute is he diving? And Glenn decides <laughs> to retweet it saying, 19 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear right okay yeah yeah and then like you go down there's a lot of by the way a lot of political stuff but then you go on down there's in what way like what he's, he's 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 big anti Tory like so he oh, right. he's one of them okay right. yeah, yeah. Uh, you go down to Scouse not English I would say <laughs> but you go down there is Liverpool's announcement about Jurgen Klopp signing a new contract yeah. he's retweeted it saying the best manager in the world I'm so glad Jurgen is a red <laughs> Why was this guy allowed to officiate an so, so, FA Cup semi-final so between is, is Chelsea that and Liverpool? Like, uh, where did you find that he was the linesman? For, oh, because oh, the video. Because you can see in the video that his daughter has retweeted saying, biggest inspiration. No, I, I thought um, this lot were all supposed to be, you know, impartial. I found you know, the I found the archived um, BBC Sport page, like, you know, like report of this game, April 2006. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's interesting reading. I've seen it myself, but yeah. It was 2-1 to Liverpool. Um, I don't know if any of them were were off were offside or there was any kind of, you know, spurious kind of, I don't know. Um, mm. It was to, an interesting decision against John Terry that game. Oh, was, was there, right? Yeah, there was. Have to, have, I, I'd, I'd love to go back and watch all 90 minutes, I'll be honest. I'm, I'd I'm, love to find them. That Chelsea team is beautiful, I have to say. I, I have to, like, sorry, that... <laughs> Cudicini, Ferreira, Galas, Terry, <laughs> Del Horno, Essien, <laughs> Lampard, Makalele, Jeremy, Hernan Crespo and Drogba, with Joe Cole, Robin and Damien Duff coming on, and unused substitutes of Petr Cech and Ricardo Carvalho. That is an outrageous team. A terrific lineup that deserved to potentially win a domestic trophy that year, <laughs> and had to go in the game at Old Trafford against Liverpool, where one of the officials... Is a massive red. 
I would like the FA to go back and investigate this uh, and return and provide, not return, provide I'd, that squad and Jose Mourinho with a winner's medal. I tell you what you, you should do, because um, I've noticed the crouch started that game. You could, you know, you know why they read out messages on. Yeah. Uh, you, you could sort of throw it in there and see what they say on that. Oh. I'll do that once I find the 90 minutes of footage. I want, I want to go through every offside decision, every tackle, and see what this guy, what this clown's done. Yeah. So I don't want to go through that. But yeah, just thought a bit of an investigation. Interesting. Right. If people want to look into it, feel free and get involved. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we'll go into West Ham Arsenal. Another interesting game because your lot just do not care about the Premier League anymore. I think. Um, I, I, I think that's an. Exaggeration, because while th- there was a bit of there's a bit of debate about should he have played some of the kids uh, mm. in this game and given them a chance, but we but he rotated it kind of in a different way, and we had Aaron Cresswell at centre back. <laughs> now, uh, Aaron Cresswell's a phenomenal left back, but he's not the biggest guy. So I, I mean, I haven't seen kind of just outside the highlights, but we usually are very good at set pieces, and yeah. the goals were. Cresswell and Lanzini marking Rob Holding and Gabrielle and that didn't really go very well. Rob Holding's twin, by the way. I, I want to confirm that's not Rob Holding. <laughs> um, I, I've seen better. <laughs> I don't know. Like David Silva, you know. Oh, David Silva's was an all-time one, yeah. yeah. But I think it's even Holding's teeth as well. Everything about him, that's not the same bloke. And even he's a Ram. proper he's a proper like normal guy. Yeah, he's like, so out of place at Arsenal. Like, <laughs> but even like in the interview after the game, Ramsdale said he was like, "Oh, it only took him six years on a new hairline to score a goal." <laughs> so he <laughs> said, like, "Yeah." And even Gabriel, who scored the second, I think he's had work done. Oh, no, he hasn't. I think he's had his hair done. Really? If I'm honest. Yeah. The more and more I look at, it, I'm convinced he's gone Rob, cracking job. It wasn't about the celebration. Gone. Um, it, was, it was quite interesting though because like he well he, he was sort of injured but like he chose to play Cresswell ahead of Diop at centre back as well yeah I was actually interested by the strength really of the West Ham team that he did put out I thought it was an okay team it was just overall Fre- Frederick's what, a left back isn't great like, that's not yeah. great but yeah but I think overall West Ham know where they're finishing whereas Arsenal are still very much going for it especially with the Spurs result and stuff yeah well, you well, well ch- I mean, Chelsea, I'm, ch- I'm Chelsea, Chelsea aren't confirmed <laughs> at this I'm rate. Trying, I'm trying not to talk about them, Chris. That's <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite realise how close that was. But yeah, well, it's what, terrifying. Well, what have to say, Billy? Um, Ramsdale coming out on Bowen. Did, yeah. Did you see this? Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then David Moyes like, weirdly like criticised Bowen for diving. <laughs> did you see did you hear that? Yeah. I didn't hear the David Moyes part. Yeah, like that's what he said in the interview. But like, what was Ramsdale doing? I don't know. I've got a rush he, to the head. He ha- yeah, he has moments like that, though. No, he does. Yeah, I, It's the modern keeper. I, I get bored. And, know, if they haven't been involved and haven't had a kick in a couple of seconds, they do just fly on the people. And the narrative continues about, um, oh, well, Enkedia is taking his chance. Eddie Enkedia, interestingly, in this game, for me, yeah, he proved me wrong a couple of weeks ago. He caused a bit of handbags, as far as I understand. He caused some massive handbags. I've never seen Declan Rice react like that in a game <laughs> ever. Uh, yeah, like he, like Declan is emotional when he plays, but mm-hmm. I mean, not to that level. No, that it was. Um, I, I mean, t- to be fair, it was the dark arts. Like it, it would annoy you. Arsenal knew what they were doing, but Declan 
for whatever reason, yeah, there was a bit of handbags and Kelly and stuff. Everyone got involved, but everyone seemed to be walking away. And then Kelly, I think, must have said something to him. He, he, he must have. He, he must have. Like, he turned and then rushed him. Um, which it, which is interesting because um, obviously then people clearly found a photo of um, uh, Declan, Mason, Mind, and Eddie and Kelly in the same Chelsea youth team. <laughs> I, I don't know why you've seen that. <laughs> yeah, could have been could have been Eddie had just gone. Look at me. What club I'm at, you're a fraud or something, you know. I don't know what he would have said to him. Like, like, that was, it was mental. Well, because that, well, I assume, well, if, if Mason Mount Declan Rice are best friends, well, he obviously knows Eddie and Kelly are from them as well. Mm-hmm. Eddie, well, clearly, Eddie must be a bit sad, you know, them two are still best mates. Eddie has been, I keep calling him Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eddie and Kelly has been pushed to one side, you know. Uh, Trevor Shallow was also in that photo as well. Big Trev. Yeah. But yeah, I thought Tommy Asu back massive for Arsenal, especially if the enigma. I'll be honest, at this point, he's an enigma. I think he's a shock on football at times, but sometimes he puts on a good game. I thought he was okay yesterday in Nuno Tavares. Yeah, he's, uh, I still don't know what to make of him, to be honest. It, every game, it's it's very similar to sort of Adama, Alan St. Maximum. You don't know what you're getting. It's yeah. going to be a 1 or a 9 out of 10. <laughs> so there's no, there's no 5, there's no 6. Yeah, it, either he's the worst player on earth or he's brilliant. I was interesting that Lacazette didn't come on um, as well. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised by that. Sort of like you know, it's sort of next season planning. Yes, yeah, if he's gone, but sure, and Caddy is apparently gone as well. So, well, I really don't know what's happening there with Arsenal, but I think results like this yesterday, West Ham were the one eyes looking on the Arsenal schedule, being like could slip up there. They play Spurs obviously still, but I think that's a massive massive result for top four for them. No, it, it, it was a it was a very good win for Arsenal in that regard, absolutely. Because that's a you know, that's a t- that's a tough game. Mm-hmm. And then going in the Thursday night away to Frankfurt, Chris Harwood feeling we're we're dying in the tie. So, so as I say, I was actually away, so I so I haven't I mean all I've kind of heard and seen is that they definitely didn't play as well as they could have. But um, As in West Ham couldn't or Frankfurt? At West Ham, uh, but okay. Frankfurt have this like twenty year old from Dortmund who's like apparently electric and all the rest of it. But <laughs> interestingly, with all the complaints from Jurgen Klopp about the Premier League, and as we know, Liverpool are always right. Um, and uh, Jurgen is, and uh, <laughs> and, it, and will be for two more years. So. Well, well, indeed, um, uh, I do love Jurgen, but that is true. Uh, I've noticed that right now, as we speak on uh, Monday, uh, both Rebel Leipzig and Frankfurt are playing in the Bundesliga um, before playing on Thursday. That's a clown league. I mean, I, I mean, he wasn't what, doing that. I, I, I should also say, do we do we mention Bayern last week winning ten years in a row? Do we we, we did mention that, didn't we? I don't know because I think we would have put that in the mud. But yeah, Bayern has now won Bundesliga ten years in a row, and by rules That's of this podcast, we have said if a team's able to win a league ten years in a row, that league has to fold. And ha- so, Haaland's leaving, and you know, come on, like yes, yeah, so we'll not be recognising the Bundesliga as a top ten league. Yeah, for. <laughs> for another, Absolutely. I guess say minimum five years. Yeah, so uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. Frankfurt are losing; they're both losing uh, as we speak. So, we'll see. well, they're probably you're probably playing nobody. So I could probably get a game for them tonight. Well, they're well, well, they're playing Leverkusen and Borussia Mönchengladbach. So if they're whatever people interpret that to be, <laughs> that is, I'm just so stunned by the Germans being that stupid. But but we'll have to say like, yeah, I'm trying not to like overblow it, but it's just. We're we're in an unbelievable position. Um, it, like it is mental, you know. <laughs> Hang on a second. You're in an unbelievable position 
but you're losing. Well, we're in an um- unbelievable position to get to a European final and <laughs> get into the Champions League. <laughs> like I flip. I mean, I mean, okay, I mean that, that. I mean, that, let's be honest, Billy. That is, that is a lot for my club. I know, but again, you're losing. <laughs> it's not an unbelievable position. It's uh, it's two legs. I know, but before beforehand, it was an unbelievable position. Now you're losing. It's half time. <laughs> half time. With Sevilla and Leon. You're also going to Frankfurt. That's all right. We went, to, we went to Sevilla and Leon. Smack them. <laughs> I love, I love confident West Ham. No, no, I don't. Listen, uh, I've, I've never heard West Ham fans talk like this ever. And now you're no, like, no, yeah, I, we'll take no, them on. We'll go no, there. No, and we'll I, do it, I have not said once that we are going to win. All I'm, all I'm saying, Chris, is we, no, hang on. We, a we are in an unbelievable <laughs> position. No, you know for a fact earlier in this year because we brought up the other week that a couple of weeks in to the Europa League you were for booking flights to Seville. <laughs> Listen, I, I was just putting that out there. I wasn't saying that we would necessarily be there. Like, no, you were for booking flights. Don't um, worry, you, you've been on Skyscanner looking. <laughs> Listen, I, well, I did dabble. But, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> look, it's, uh, it, Thursday night's going to be electric. We'll see what happens. Thursday night's going to be electric. Yeah, I'll agree. Go watch Roma Leicester. If you want to, that, that that will definitely be electric. <laughs> no, well, honestly, Thursday night's the place to be at the moment. I no, think. It, it really is. Um, Conference League has been a rousing success <laughs> in one way. It's unbelievable. Just, just one way. Fair play to it because we slagged it off all year. No, we did. I, I think I remember we talked about it on the podcast last year when we were trying to work out what it was because <laughs> right, we heard it was happening. And that's the best thing going. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we'll go to the other end of the Premier League table with Burnley travelling to Watford. Um, Big yes. game for Burnley. Uh, so Michael Jackson did his magic again. Um, you, Michael you, Jackson you, and Ben Mee. You're right about Ben Mee, but also there is a third guy we keep not mentioning. I don't know what his name is. We'll um, up like the goalkeeping coach or something. With well, I, well, I don't know, but there's like three of the, It's like a three group. Um, ben Mee also tweets. Don't know you notice this, really. Um, he, he's a big big tweeter. Um, I've not seen this. Uh, he was, he was, I wouldn't have had him down as one. No, I, neither would I, actually. I, I don't know whether he's just started recently, but uh, no, you're right. They do look good in the kind of uh, the, the stuff they've got on. Um, yeah, well, well, Watford are down, obviously. Um, like, there's no coming back now. Uh, Roy came in in his shades, as you were saying. Apparently, he wasn't feeling well this week. Is that what it was, right? I think that was because then Ray Lewington did the interviews after. Oh, okay, because I kind of thought. But it was. Him, it was I, I didn't really know it was weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> um, yeah, so. So, yeah, it was, but yeah, big, massive result for, for Burnley. Actually, speaking about me, Chris, and you say he's a big Twitter guy, I've also really, he's a big LinkedIn guy. Oh, oh fantastic. His, on that. his job role on LinkedIn is husband, dad, and Burnley footballer. He doesn't have an update at the city's manager. Interesting. I think he needs to put that up, but yeah, big poster on there. So it's, uh, but yeah, Watford went 1-0 up early on thanks to a Tarkovsky own goal. Not much he could have done about it, if we're honest. Yeah. And then Burnley get in the back in the game late on late comeback. Jack Cork, what year is he in his Premier League career now? Uh, he's, oh, it must he's be ten. Furniture. Yeah. So this like him getting on the score sheet's unbelievable. He uh, Chelsea man, if I'm not mistaken. Obviously, yeah, from way back. In the day. Uh, I think he was one of the test sort of people. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, no, him and Josh Brownhill are having an unbelievable few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't like, stop. 
Josh Brownhill just rakes them in. I don't know what Mike Jackson's done to them. Well, well this is the thing, right? Because the, then, of course, on Match of the Day, Gary Lineker was like, oh, because it was, it was one of those ones where Gary's going to speak to the manager. Interviews oh. which have no, like, they don't, they don't make any benefit whatsoever. No. Um, where he was like, oh, you're, you're only better, you've got the same record as Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp. And Michael Jackson, who, by the way, I should say, his previous club before this was Tranmere Rovers. Um, <laughs> what a glow up. He, he, he just sort of like, he just, he was laughing. He was sort of like, what are you, why are you saying this? Like, um, and, but he was sort of like, you know, oh, we haven't really, we've just sort of reminded the boys what they were capable of. <laughs> I was like, could Sean Dyson have done that? Like, <laughs> like what, you know, like what, what, like, what yeah, is what, different? Yeah, what, yeah, is he Ted Lassoing it and like putting belief posters up or something? Or, I'm so, like, I, I get the thing about, oh, well, maybe a different voice was required after 10 years, but like, I don't, I don't get it. We need, we need to hear more what has gone on behind the scenes. Yeah, we need to tell. There, there, there must be more going on that hasn't been let on. I think it must have been something. Remember, whenever Mourinho got sacked by Spurs, and that was down to like a clause in the contract about if he had won like a cup final or something. Yeah, it was a week before. They would have owed him more money. Yeah, I think this could be something similar to that, where like if Sean Dyche managed over say eighty percent of the games or something, he was owed a few quitters. I think it's. I think it has to be financial. Well, I, well, I don't know because well, the worst example of this is. After Leicester won the league, and then the year after, in that bizarre season when they almost went down, <laughs> um, when Jimmy Vardy and all basically went to the board and was like, "You've got to sack him." Yeah. Um, which and I, I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, I, the fact that Ben Mee has been one of the people put in charge, you know, I'm suspicious of that because you know, obviously everybody recognizes his leadership qualities, but you know, has he has he got in an ear in the in the chairman? I'm a bit annoyed that. He's not played himself yet. Well, well, like, like is, is he I'm injured? Manager, like, he, he must be. Because if I'm manager, I'm playing myself. I mean, to be fair, I, I, well, obviously Nathan Collins is like the long term successor or whatever. Mm. But like, um, and he is good enough. But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's never worked in any context ever. The player manager. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Trying to think back to like other players. Remember Edgar Davids done a shift at it? Well, like some... well, Edgar Davids was like at Barnet. At least Rooney was at the championship. Yeah. You know. But no, if I'm Ben Mee, like I'd be giving myself the captaincy. I'd be going, <laughs> Veghorst, I'll be playing with Papa Lee today, son. <laughs> you know, not him down to me. I'll put them home, keep us up, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, Burnley's an interesting one now. I think the recent so run's yeah. been excellent. Yeah, so they've put themselves in a fantastic position. Yeah. I just don't know who's going down now. Right. I thought Leeds were safe. They're not. I thought Everton were done. They're not. I thought Burnley were done. They're not done. And it's I just of, don't know how it's going. And it's, I mean, it's very unlikely. But like, Brentford and Southampton are now only six points ahead of Burnley. <sighs> and Burnley have a game in hand. Burnley and Leeds and Everton all have games in hand on them. <laughs> Hands up. I'd love Southampton to go down. That would be. That would be. I mean, surely not. Surely it wouldn't happen. But I. Don't, I don't know. Um, it would serve them right. Um. But yeah. Uh, I. I. I can't. I, I still think Everton are the most at risk, just by nature of the way they're playing. They're not scoring. You know. But but the, all the rest of it. But like mm-hmm. they've also lost uh, Richardson the injury as well. Oh, did they? Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. I. I just. I can't tell. I think Marsh is doing. Such a good job at Leeds. I really, uh, I don't know. 
Can't wait to watch it though. Uh, but we'll go on the two other clubs who I would love to see go down. Uh, Tottenham and Leicester, Chris. Spurs seem to cruise by Leicester, really. 3-1. Yeah, so basically, Kagler um, Chu and Daniel Marty, it's the end of their Leicester careers, I think, after this game confirmed. <laughs> Why so? Um, so I, I'm, I'm not even... I, I'm, I'm genuinely like... So they conceded all the set-piece goals again. And uh, Brendan, in the post-match interview, said, there's some things you can't just teach and we're going to have to deal with that in the transfer market like he literally said that and he was talking about aggression and stuff and Amarty mm. at the mar- like marking was terrible you've got a lot and um, so you, you might have seen Christian Romero in this game Bailey um, he was he was very very good and he won this they called it a match of the day a 70-30 it wasn't a 50-50 <laughs> a 70-30 in favour of Soyuncu right Soyuncu pulled out Romero cleans him out and soon she kind of stays down a little bit and looks at the mm. play, but then stays down still and doesn't run back and stuff. <laughs> um, so Troy Deeney ended him afterwards on match of the day. I mean, it was, <laughs> I was about to say, were Troy Deeney saying that's what so, he doing? It was Deeney and uh, Jonathan Woodgate um, do match of the day too, and they ended him. They were the like, BBC must be struggling like a boys for that job now. No, 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 no. Dini is so much better because he because he doesn't care what anybody thinks. Well, we all know that already. From well, well, I, I know his conferences I, over the I, years. I, I, I know we do, but like, it, but it's so much better than like Murphy and Genius, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll, I'll agree there. But uh, but yeah, he was just like you know, if that was my players, like like he wouldn't have like he wouldn't play again, sort of thing. Yeah, because we all know with Troy Dini, initial cojones. <laughs> If you're I, playing his I, team. I have respect for that that era of Watford and Dini. But yeah, I think the quotes after I can see Brendan's quotes here, he just says you can't give away cheap goals. And that's been let the story of Leicester all year. Well, they've also played um eleven, I think, different defenders throughout the Prem- like just in the Premier League. That's always an issue. That's that's a <laughs> sign of a Ryan Bertrand, remember he's there? Is he hang on. Yeah, because Justin was injured for so long, and Castagna was injured for so long, and Ricardo Pereira was injured, so they signed Bertrands to cover. Basically, has, has Bertrand been injured? I think he, I think he got injured as well. Yeah, because he's not been playing. Yeah, and then there's Vestergaard and Amarde and Johnny Evans and Fafana, and you know, there's loads of them. <laughs> I can't believe Ram Bertrands there. Yeah, yeah, that's through me. Yeah, but yeah, it looks like in terms of Premier League season pretty much over for Leicester but very much well, still a well, tie against Roma yeah they could still be European champions <laughs> almost like they would be unbearable also uh, Kudosevsky came on at half time two assists guys numbers are electric no I'm done with them I don't read them his numbers t- I, I, I can't get his it numbers Chris. are electric Chris stop trying to make him happen I can't <laughs> <laughs> I really can't because honestly see the way he's gone he may be able to shout at the end of the year whenever we're doing our awards. Yeah, yeah, I really, like, I, I really don't want to put him in there. He, he honestly is. I really do not. Oh no, that'll be the end of this podcast if he ends up in that. Uh, <laughs> but Spurs, massive result, and a couple of massive results for them recently in terms of trying to get top four. Yeah, they're still in it. Yep. Do you think? Cause I thought a few weeks back, North London derby. Does that? settle it well Danny was saying something about how the match before that I can't remember who they're playing but they think because by that stage Spurs could be five points behind or something so because of the way it, uh, the, yeah the way fixtures go yeah, and stuff so, yeah. I, so I don't know but I'm sure it will come down to that uh, but yeah we'll finish up the game move elsewhere uh, Man United Brentford are playing while we're recording 
I just a quick thing I wanted to pick up on Man United. Fair play to our football club because they have played every game they could have. They've played 36 games so far for all the girl and their fans have done all year. Feel happy. You don't need what? to watch this lot twice more. <laughs> like this is nearly over. Yeah, this is apparently the last game at Old Trafford, and there that Ralph was apparently wanting to say goodbye and stuff um, before <laughs> he before he becomes <laughs> Aus- lap of honor. Austria manager and consultant. But yeah, Juan Juan Mata started this game. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. Honestly, they've had an awful season, but I'd love to be a United fan right now because they are two games away from this being done. It's uh, yeah, like we're the second of May, and these boys are about to do a lap of honor at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the only other game to bring up is Brighton against Wolves. A couple of penalties for Brighton. Um, interesting. Wolves were horrendous. Wolves were shocking. And uh, I, I, I'm going to put a rogue call out that I think Bruno Lage might get sacked. At the end of the season, oh, um, despite how well they've done, because I think there are some ominous signs if you look at their uh, form and the players underperforming, um, not living up to their potential. Fabio Silva was forty million, hasn't done yeah. anything. Um, no, Jimenez is not the same player. Um, there's actually there's Willie Bolly's got there's actually quite a, there's there's actually some issues and they were Willie really, Bolly struggled. And they they were actually booed off, um, yeah. Because and one of the goals was actually pathetic. I mean, like you know, you know I think about Brighton, but like they were goods, but like Wolves were horrendous. The last goal by Basuma, that yes, that can't go in at this level. No, it was. I, I, so I have no idea. And then Lage said in the interview, um, "We can't score goals," and I was like, "Oh, right. <laughs> that's a weird thing to admit." So you want to hear from your manager? Yeah. I'd say Chris, fair play. I think. You will be the first person to report that Bruno Lage is going. No, I, 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 I've I, not thought about it one bit, but see now that I'm thinking, great shout. But I have to say though, um, this was uh, I was I had to pause the uh, recording for a few seconds because uh, Ruben Neves has completed his uh, transformation with his hair. Bill, I don't really notice this. Way too long. So, so because obviously it was in that awkward stage for quite a long time. Yeah, it's, but this this was ultimately what he was striving for, which I never thought about at the time. Yeah, it's it's Jedi stuff. So Qui Gon Jin is that what we're yeah. talking? Because <laughs> I thought the same thing. I haven't seen Nervous in a couple of weeks. You know, Wolves haven't been on. Yeah, like, he's much. kind of been away. Whenever, yeah. You know, whenever they are on, they're not worth watching. Yeah, stunned by, by the main. And f- fair reminder again that he is younger than I think both of us. Yep, he is. And t- talk of him going in the summer for. A, Bruno claims he wants a hundred mil for him. That'll never happen. I think. Wolves I think that's be, a bit much. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon seventy at eight mil. Do, what, for, go. I'm, I, I mean, I, I, I think. Which again, I think still too high. I mean, I think he's perfect for Man United to be honest. But yeah. Man United are a stupid enough club with the pet. Well, we all well we all know that. Yeah. So they are United. I reckon we'll, if Wolves turn around, United win hundred and twenty mil. United would go. Oh, deal. <laughs> you know. Huh. Uh, there's been quite a bit of turnover at United I've seen it as well recently there was one of the commercial directors saw, went and everything so I, I heard think that now's yeah the, now's the perfect time to take the piss out of them <laughs> yeah so yeah that'll wrap us up for fixtures and talking about that kind of stuff Hi. interesting story during the week there Chris and more news came out about it a couple of days ago that Mino Raiola super agent to the stars has passed away yeah so I, I actually initially got him mixed up with um, uh, George Mendes which, oh, the Portuguese lad. But but this is the guy who's Pogba, Pogba and Haaland's agent. Pogba, Haaland, Slatan, yes. Yeah, so oh, news Zlatan, came out yeah. 
on the 28th of April, you know, reports came out saying Mino Raiola has died and kind of a few tributes to him. I actually, I don't know I saw in a group chat, some guy, <laughs> I'll not name names, but news was put in about this and he was just like, great to see, he's a rap. <laughs> Which I thought hands up, fair enough. That's, you know, uh, he's, that's, he's, that's Marcus Alonso levels yeah, of um, he's comments big, trolling. Big United fan, so he's not changing his opinion. Which right. I, <laughs> but then, an hour later, Raiola tweets. And we're all going, yeah. what? Raiola tweeted, current health status for the ones wondering, pissed off, second time in four months they kill me, seem also able to resuscitate. 296,000 likes. Real uh, real Shane Warren vibes about that tweet. I, I couldn't... Everyone's brains just broke. Yeah. And there, <laughs> there were some great great responses to it. There was a lot of responses with that Ian Wright video. Where well, he's like, you know, whenever he sees his teacher for the first time, he's like, he, he oh, looks yeah. at him being like, I thought you was dead. That's a, that's, a, that's a great, that's great footage, if you haven't seen them. Oh, all-time video. Yeah. And then a lot of tweets being like, I can't believe this guy has a buyback clause with death. Oh, right. There, there's a lot of that. And then, yeah, the news broke coming through from his family. His family's released a statement kind of saying, you know, Raiola's past, we're sharing the news. Minu's mission of making football a better place for players will continue with the same passion. Thank everyone for the huge amount of support received during these difficult times and ask for respect and privacy of the family and friends in this moment of grief. But I'm now, yes, guys died and everything, and you go through a list of players. Interesting transfer window as a result. You know, the guy's got a serious list of talent on his books. Yeah, that would be interesting how that all plays out yeah as you said Pogba's of the world the Hallands they're both looking big moves this summer yeah yeah this will be interesting to see what goes on there absolutely but yeah we'll move on to In the Mud Chris um, I'm going to be all over the place in this one as usual uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but firstly we'll talk about referees uh, Atkinson and John Moss are returning at the end of the season Chris big Happy news to back off them. Be, uh, yeah buzzing yeah Oh, the two of them, especially Moss. Moss isn't up to levels anymore. Like, you watch him in games being like, he can't catch up, unfortunately. You know, it's, it's harsh, but. I, I think also, truth. I think to be honest, it would just be good to have a bit of a refresh, I don't know, like, of, of the lineups. Yeah, because you look at these guys, and unfortunately for them, you go in the games and you see them, you're like, oh, not him again. It's, you know, these two have been refereeing. Over a decade. Yeah. And you do just go to the games, but I, I really hope he doesn't mess up today. Yeah. So, but yeah, those two are returning this season along with Mike Dean. So there's, there's three Premier League refs, 30% of a match, match day lineup gone. Mm. So I can't wait to see what clowns they bring in there replacing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, speaking of referee clowns, uh, we're going to Mark Clattenburg, Chris. He's back. But- is, it, is he back? He's not back, but he's back on the news because he's a prick. <laughs> Sorry, where, where, where is he still in Saudi Arabia? Or where is he? I th- no, I think he's. I think he's done with Saudi Arabia. I think he's just doing like a bunch of like consultancy roles, right? So, so remember he brought out the book. Uh, he, he's doing all oh, that, yes, but you know, course, he's, yeah. he's doing his big press tour. Well, this week, uh, Mark Clattenburg has added a new tattoo to his collection, which he calls, and you'll want to be sick, Clat's tats. <laughs> so on his left arm 
the guy has a Champions League final tattoo for the final 2014 he refereed in Milan. He also has a Euro 2016 <laughs> tattoo on his arm. See that? This this week he's had a soccer tattoo. Oh come on! <laughs> come on! I can't hack a guy. But I, I, like why? So his quote apparently. <laughs> apparently, I really hope. Oh, I just don't want the story to be true. But he <laughs> says, "I've done my bit, haven't I?" It's all good fun and for a great cause, so I don't mind. Now I'm urging everyone to do their bit. Buy your tickets to this wonderful and hugely worthwhile event before they sell out. And they're selling fast. I'll be honest, Mark. I would have bought a ticket without you tattooing yourself. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, like, we don't need any other invitation other than, well, we all know, the footage of Boris Johnson rugby tackling somebody. Whoever <laughs> it was. Mourinho run on the pitch tackling someone. You see him both run the Carragher and Neville, you know, stuff like that. Oh, I make it about Clattenburg and his Clats tats. Yeah, I, yeah, sort of, yeah. But yeah, for that, Clattenburg and referees end up in the mud. And just another one, because we have to go to it, and that is Matt Matissier, Chris, because. So I, I, I haven't heard this, so I don't know what this is. This guy's fully gone. Right. So <laughs> this week, Latisse did an interview with the Times. That, that's um, that's not what I expected you to start with <laughs> and unfortunately because the Times is behind a paywall I've not read all of it but there's a few headlines coming out and they said stuff about Lineker and co but there was an interesting part of it because obviously we know Latisse is off the rails he's a man against the world in terms of telling us Covid isn't real and people in Ukraine aren't dying was one the other week you know the, the guys are not Going back to his Southampton days, there's a few interesting quotes from in this article. From his uh, Southampton days? Yeah. So, <laughs> in the article, Letizia says that he never minded being a man alone. In one moment of lightness, he talks about being the only Southampton player who did not drink. He could not stand the stuff. It then continues saying, a quote from Letizia saying, I drink Malibu, something that came in for a lot of criticism in a dressing room with a bunch of butch macho footballers, he says. 14 pints of lager, and a Malibu and cook, please. You have to be quite a strong character. What? <laughs> yeah, like, but the, like, yeah. This, this is because it's almost like he had a, he almost had like a double life for twenty years on Soccer yeah. Saturday because, like, he obviously didn't just have these views on set of the pandemic. Yeah, just something. There's clearly been something within him forever. You know where he, he feels as though he has to be kind of against the grain. I'm trying, like, I'm, trying, I'm trying to work out where that is coming from. Like, yeah. I, I, you know. The entire thing, and I think there are, there's probably links out there where you can read the article for free, but everything that stemmed from it, everyone's just gone, yeah, this guy has lost it. Um, and, like, is he in, like, like what, what's he what, what's he doing now? Like, He, from what I have seen, is doing, like, an evening with kind of stuff, oh, but doing it with the whole... Old crowd, with right? Like Jeff, Marsh, oh, re- oh, really? Like he's, Tomo, do- he's doing it with um, them? Yeah. Oh, right. Because obviously shit. a few of them are out of a job as well. Yeah, it's so they're Charlie all doing Nicholson, like a big tour together. Thompson, yeah. Charlie Nichols, that's the name. I was forgetting. Yeah. yeah, they're all doing a big tour together. So he's making a few quid from that. Interesting. But other than that, yeah, I agree with you. I'm like, what is he doing? Flip. All he's doing all day is just sat on his phone, going deeper and deeper down a rabbit hole. Flip. Yeah. 
but yeah, in other soccer sorry news, and we'll finish on this, is that Chris Kamara has announced he's officially leaving Skat in the year, Chris. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. Like after after news that Jeff Stein <laughs> interestingly he's decided to go. Uh, well, indeed. So and Sky did a great montage of him, like obviously like there's the points where like there's the piss take stuff, you know, the missing things and everything. But just a great great character of the game, you know, like, oh, no, like is. Yeah, what yeah. you would watch the program for. Uh yes. You know, instead of just watching, you know, you just tune in and be like, Oh, what's the scores here? You know the way that BT sport score thing is, you're like, Oh fan yeah. You don't care where it's like you would tune in this soccer Saturday for Kami. Yeah, and it's almost like, like you never sort of knew where he was. He knew that he was like going viral and all that kind of thing. Um, but like, when was it before when it was spontaneous, and then afterwards when it was semi deliberate? You know, absolutely. It's not like the way a lot of these guys currently are, where yeah. like you can tell they have material within yes. them. Just a naturally very funny man. Yeah, it's like Jimmy O'Hara. Not, yeah, who, not, who, not, who, not like, to name names. Yeah, who like goes in with stuff written down. Like <laughs> Cammy is, and Cammy as well has been everywhere in the game in terms of traveling up. That he didn't get Premier League games on Saturday. Saturday. He, he got well he used to. Um, he got far corners of the world. Yeah, the the Portsmouth one, the famous clip. I think that was a Prem game, but then soon after he was taken off them. <laughs> but yeah, because. I think his knowledge of the game, especially they were showing clips of him on goals on Sunday. What a program, goals by the way. Is, is that the one? Well, we're not going to it, but yeah. Yeah. So, Sunday, yeah. Him him and Ben Shepard. <laughs> Fantastic program. So it was. Is that the how they ended up doing Ninja Warrior? Together, yeah. Oh, right. Tom sure. actually wrote on a tweet after saying about how him and Ben are fantastic mates. Of course they are. So that's, also, yeah. also a one time Premier League manager. Um, or is it Premier no. League? It was a Bradford, I think. No, it probably wasn't Premier League. <laughs> yeah. Was that before football was invented in 2003? Uh, I think it was, actually. <laughs> well, and I don't count it. Yeah. But yeah, what a career from Cammy. Um, yeah, good for him. Hopefully see him back on the TVs quite soon. Well, uh, well yeah. Actually, I'm not going to get him to talk about his singing career and his albums. Oh, yeah, he's got an album. Tried, yeah. tried for a Christmas number one once, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. What a character. And yeah, we'll finish up on that for the week, Chris. So we will. Um, playing more football next week thankfully with big European ties the second leg of City against Madrid 4-3 in the first leg yep could go anyway City or Liverpool are through yep Villarreal stink and then massive night on Thursday for the Hammers yeah and we're coming up to award season as well for the podcast oh yeah so if anyone has any like goal of the season nominees start firing them in because we mm. need to start jogging memories again. I uh, interact with us yeah yeah, let us know because other than Mo Salah versus Watford, I can't remember a single goal this season. We <laughs> dragged, we dragged the studs over the ball and scored. Other than that, that may just have to be the winner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't think of anything else. But yes, thanks everyone for listening. Get involved in award season, and we'll catch us all next week.